back, we back. Oh, let's talk about it. Back for part two. Last week we, we started out and, and Brother Gene was giving us, you know, leading up to the trial. So we're going to just jump right back into it. If you ain't seen part one, go back and see part one. We're going to skip all the intros and stuff today. Because if you watch part one, you'll know who he is. It'll be in the title. Let's pick back up with at the trial where you're about to look at, at Danny's family. Okay, so like you said in part one, you know, after the lawyer told me like what what type of time they was looking at giving, you know, mm-hmm. they had already discussed. They they came to me with the plea bargain for three years. Okay. Then they said the lawyer told me I was gonna do fifty years. I was gonna get fifty years, you know, if I didn't take this plea bargain. So trial starts. Um, we get to the trial and going I'm sitting there. This trial felt different though. Okay, well, so. Because every other time I used to go to court, I was in shackles and, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right. So, this time, when I went to the trial, when it's the real trial, they didn't put shackles in that belt on me. You just free. Just yeah, so I'm thinking like, okay, so now it's about to be over. Yeah, you better real. go home. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't chained down like a, a slave. Right. So, we sitting there and the Commonwealth starts calling their witnesses. So they called Sean Coleman. Mm. And Sean gets up on the stand and he's telling the story about how he didn't know me again, that um, he, I came from around the back of the building, around the back of the store, how I shot the man and ran off and came back and shot him again. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's telling this story. So then all of a sudden, while he's telling the story, I'm looking over at, at Mr. Pine's family. I mean, at, 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 I'm sorry. I'm looking over at Mr. McClure's family. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking like, because I'm wanting to see, like, read my expression. Wanting to like, feel your energy. Yeah, man. like, I didn't do this. So right, right, right. when I'm, I'm looking over at his family, I'm hearing, I'm hearing what Sean's saying, but I'm facing the family, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm shaking my head to the stuff that's being said. Because did some of them know you? Like some yeah, of the family like, knew like, you. Yeah, some people knew like every well, a lot of people knew me between Petersburg and Hopewell. So like say and one one thing that happened while we were sitting there. Mm-hmm. So where I was sitting, we we'd be on opposite I was sitting where you are. Okay. And my lawyer sitting here. So I'm looking past him and look at the family. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, you wanna see this picture? You know, the picture of Danny. Because I had never seen a man before in my life. Wow, okay. Like, I've never seen a man before, like, alive. So you didn't know him? N- not period. Wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? So he, he opened the folder and he shows me his picture. And I said, I still don't know him. Wow. You know, that's so crazy. I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, I still don't know him. So you going to try for a man you had never even seen before? Never met a damn man. That's crazy, bro. You know, so as, as that's going on, so then they called a second witness. After after Sean gets off the stand, well, my lawyer, he cross-examined Sean, you know what I'm saying? He did, the, the, he did what he could. He, he crossed him up with some okay. stuff, you know okay. what I'm saying? He, he okay. did. He, he crossed him up being a court-appointed lawyer, um, Ray Lupo. He crossed him up, made him say some stuff that, like, yo, he was lying. They should have called some reasonable doubt. Yeah. Okay. And so after that, the next witness was a man the man that was sitting in the... The white guy. Yeah, Bobby Pine. Okay, okay. Yeah, so okay. he's 50-something years old. He gets up on stand. 
So now he's a powerful witness because And he's the one that claimed he was just checking his his knowledge. Okay. So like who does that? Yeah, okay. so 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 when they um they call him, he comes up and he begins to tell his story and he says that, you know what I'm saying, again that I had a bald head. Um I had But back his, then you said you had an afro. I had an afro. Okay. Wasn't okay. going facial hair yet. Um just a little mustache. So and you're still seventeen, eight, you're still a child, pretty, yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah. so, so you ain't got no full beard. No, nah, but he said that I had a bald head with a full beard. Okay, keep so, going. So, so going through that, and I'm listening again. I'm like, this, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, when you went to court, how was your hair? I had cut it off because okay, I had you know yeah. they everybody tell us when we Try go to get court, that look is yeah. clean, cut yeah. it all. Yeah. And I know, so, I know. um, I had cut it down. Still wasn't growing no facial hair. <laughs> and we're going through the trial parts, and he's, he's, at, he's telling his story about how he looked up, heard the pop, you know, told the police, you know, everything. So I'm still looking, I'm listening. So now it's time for my lawyer to cross-examine him. Mm-hmm. And some of the things him and Sean said, it just wasn't adding up, right? you know. And so when they talked about, they asked Mr. Pinal, they asked him, did you pick his picture out of the lineup? Did you pick the person's picture that you said did this out of the photo lineup? Mm-hmm. He said, yes. So they said, did you put any marks on the picture? He said, yes, I put an X on the picture. Okay. They pulled my picture out. No, it has no marks on it. So that right there wasn't enough for them to be like, look, this. I wasn't the one that he picked out in the lineup. It's no mark on this. There's no X on this picture. Yeah. It's not him. So they still they still kept pushing for. Still kept pushing. One of the questions that they asked Sean was about the the coat. Mm-hmm. Now when they came to Norfolk and got me, they took a picture of me with a starter jacket on, with a Georgetown starter jacket. I remember you said that. So when they asked Sean, what did you see when he ran away? He said he had on a blue coat. So they showed Sean a picture of me that they took. So they asked him, what did he have on? So he said, yeah, on a blue coat, mm-hmm. he had a hoodie on, the gun was up in his sleeve. Nobody sees the gun. Mr. Pine said he don't see the gun. Sean said he don't see the gun. So they said, did the jacket, you seen him run away? He said, yeah. He said, the jacket had anything on it? He said, nah. He said, did you see the gun? No, the gun was up in his sleeve. So they tested the coat, they tested the coat. Mm-hmm. For gunpowder residue. No gunpowder no gun residue. If you have a gun up in the sleeve, it's gonna It got to be something on it. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna yeah. and like I said, the crazy part about it, it wasn't my jacket. So I was nervous about the jacket because right, you had trade you and yeah, your trade. Yeah, boy. so I was nervous about the jacket. <laughs> but the jacket Because it could be somebody else's, it could have been something. Could have been anything on Okay, okay. And so like I said, and then they said the question, they said, Did he have anything on was it he said it was just blue, but around the head, the, the lawyer pointed out that around the wrist it was blue and gray. Mm-hmm. Then he picked the jacket up and turned it around. Georgetown. Had a big Georgetown bulldog. You can't miss that bulldog. You can't miss that. You can't miss that. That was the that was the years of yeah, I that. back then, especially back then, that was that would have been around yeah. New Orleans now. Yeah. Either way, you knew Georgetown. Yeah. Back so, then. so it was like all this stuff, man. I'm like, I'm looking, still keep looking at his family because, like, this stuff is not adding up. And Sean cut his dreads. Mm, 
Okay. He comes in with the clean cut, cut his dreads off. So they do recess to let my lawyer call our witnesses. Okay. Okay. So when they do a recess, um, but I get back, what I hear later on after the trial and everything, when Sean went out in the hallway, Danny's brother was there at the trial. <laughs> Danny's brother pushed up on him mm. and says, where the guy that killed my brother, Sean? He was like, that's him in there. He was like, nah, that kid ain't killed my brother. Mm. He said, you lying. That kid ain't killed my brother, Sean. What Sean did was ran, got, got away from where he was at, you know what I'm saying? So mm. we come back after the research, come back and start calling my witnesses. So first of all, my lawyers, being court appointed, they didn't want, they tricked me with not calling. I was in a house full of people at the time. Okay. At the time of the crime, I was in a house full of people. Right, right, right. I had witnesses. I had alibi witnesses. Because y'all walked down later. Yeah. Right. They didn't call none of my witnesses. Not the girls. Not they, didn't, they didn't call. The they other didn't guys. call. They didn't call. Yeah, they didn't call nobody that I said that I showed them. Like, I was, there's no place, no way. Anybody knows about Hopewell and, and Petersburg. Where I was at is an area called King's Court, where the family and everything was at. Okay. Where he got shot at was up there by, what's up there now? It used to be a breeze in, but right there, before you get to Fort Lee, yeah, yeah. where all the new hotels yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where he got okay. killed right wow. there in broad daylight. Um, broad daylight. So they called witnesses. Now, Sean was standing next to Danny. Mm -hmm. Danny was standing next to Norris. Mm -hmm. Norris Hardy. Norris came to court to testify for me. Okay. The come my, my lawyer called him. Okay. Norris said he had never seen me before. You standing right next to the man. You hanging with the man. Norris said he never saw me before. Oh, that's crazy. So when Norris said he never saw me, you know what I'm saying, and everything, that's one of the, one of the things. Okay, well, how can two people standing right next to the man get killed? One saying it's this the person, the other one saying it's Saying he never seen you before. Then it was a lady in the store. The way I found out about this lady, she was a cashier. The way I found out about her when I was in jail, her boyfriend got locked up. Mm. Her boyfriend says to me, he's like, he's like, smoke. He's like, um, you ain't killed that man to breathe in. His girlfriend's name was Connie. He said Connie was at working that day. She seen so the guy. She saw, she saw the guy run. Wow. From after shooting, she saw him run around the side of the store. Wow. She, so I was like, I'm, when I'm in, I'm in jail, I'm like, yo, you think you good? Cause I'm telling, I'm like, look, look, can you please tell? Can you get her to give me her name and stuff? So I gave her name to the lawyer. So the lawyer called her. You know what I'm saying? So she was a witness, and she was like, Mr. Porter wasn't the one that I saw. Boom, bam, you know what I'm saying? He ain't the person that I saw do it. Mm. So, now you got two witnesses for me, two witnesses against me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Split down the middle. You know what I'm saying? The thing about murder charges, what I learned out later was reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt, yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, well, OJ, if it don't fit, it must acquit. <laughs> but they had plenty, even by that point already, they had plenty of reasonable doubt because yes. my stuff ain't adding up. Especially mm -hmm. on the, the prosecution side. Yeah. That stuff not adding up at all. So the prosecution had another 
caught, but they didn't expose it. Mm, okay. The reason they didn't, because it would have worked in my favor. Okay. They had witnesses. Remember, remember back when I first told you that when we were standing on the corner and Sean was telling the story, mm-hmm. and he said, who was out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said, Keisha and the Worman girls was, to, yeah, was yeah, out yeah. there. I remember you saying it too. I said, if Keisha and Worman is out there, they're going to tell what they saw. Keisha and Worman end up being Commonwealth witnesses, but they told the Commonwealth that he didn't do it, that I didn't do it. So how did they end up Commonwealth? There was the Commonwealth witness, but the, the Commonwealth, so the, the Commonwealth had a list of witnesses. Okay. The, the list of people they was on call. Okay. They didn't tell my lawyer about Keisha and Worman, so they didn't call them, so they can't cross-examine them. Because it would have worked in favor. Good. So we going through, we going through. You know, what I'm saying testimony, trial, evidence. Nothing's, nothing's working. Okay. So at the end of the trial, when it's time to to pass the judgment, the judge, he looks down. He looks at me. He tilts his glasses down like this. He says, "This case was 50-50." It could have went either way. Again, I think I'm going home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you saying this case down the middle is 50 feet. Right. I'm here, reasonable doubt. You know what I'm saying? That's enough. Yeah. yeah. He said, but I find the defendant, Eugene Porter, guilty. At that moment, where's your mind? I couldn't really. The next thing I heard, I heard guilty. Then I heard screaming. Everybody screamed. And then when I turned around and looked, everybody had ran out of the courtroom except for Keisha Wormy and her mom. And they were sitting in the back crying. And they never called them. They never called. They said they were sitting in the back crying. You know what I'm saying? And I just dropped one tear because my life was changing. You had to become an adult right then. Yeah. Good gracious, Gene. So did, did they give you the time at the same time? No, they didn't give me the time. They didn't give me the time at that, at that moment. They said, come back. I think it was the following month or something like that. They was going to give me my time. Okay. So, let's go. When I left when I left the courthouse, mm-hmm. <clears throat> now they come back in shackles and stuff. The, 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 but also, hold on, other witnesses they called, they called the detectives. Mike Willington, um, Rose Camacho, okay. everybody's testifying. Even Mike Willington and, and Rose, they testified that Mr. Piner told them a different story. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? You should have had more witnesses for you. I did. It even right, right. it, it, because the Commonwealth, like the police and stuff, saying like, "Yo, it ain't you. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't him." Wow. So. <clears throat> When I get back to the jail, I make two phone calls. Okay. The first phone call, I call my mother. And I tell my mother, <laughs> I said, I, I made her tell me two things. One thing was, I was like, look, if I go up here and anybody try some gay stuff, I ain't coming home. Right. Somebody gonna die. Yeah, I said, I ain't, I ain't never coming home. Right. And I made her promise me that she wouldn't die while I was in prison. Mm, that's a heavy um, thing to ask somebody. Bro. I told her, I, I told my mother, I said, 
if you die while I'm in prison, I'm going to kill y'all. I said, because I'm not going to have anything else left. That's a lot of weakness. Because, and, and, and the thing about it, and what we, and when people say, well, you had your sisters and stuff like that. My sisters are my sisters. Right. But my mother is my mom. That's, that's, that's my mom. You know what I'm saying? My sisters can go on with their life. They can do whatever they do with your mom. That's your mom. And, one of and then the fact that I didn't put myself in this situation. You know what I'm saying? I didn't commit the crime. Right, 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 right. So I told her that, and she was like, okay, smoke. I'm not, I'm not going to die. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to I'm gonna be all right. Nope. I was like, yo, you got to stop smoking cigarettes and everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> be vegan be, and everything. Yeah, because I, at the still of the time, I didn't know how much time I was going to get. I didn't know they didn't send right, me you yet. Wait, you know okay. what I'm saying? I was just like, yo. You know what I'm saying? So while you were waiting, did you have any idea or did you have any number in mind what they might give you? Other no. than what they said, the three or the 50? No, I, didn't, no idea. Okay. I I still didn't know. Because I, 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 I still couldn't contemplate this. Right, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? My second phone call was, you know, back then, we remember phone numbers. If you had to. Like, I'm no cell phone. We, we, had, we had phone numbers down to the fact that you had some type of code with the number, like, it might spell out a name yeah, or a code yeah, word yeah. or something. And you have 100 or 200 yeah. of them in your head. So, I called, I remember Keisha's number. Mm. And I doubted. And they answered the phone. You know what I'm saying? They accepted the collect call. And they said, Smokey, you didn't do it. Wow. And I said, I know. It was like, you ain't do it, Smokey. You told them you ain't do it. You know, and they cried over the phone. And I'm like, yo. And now I'm in jail. You can't be crying. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, can't be weak. Can't show weakness. Yeah. So fast forward. I get in a couple of fights in jail. I'm trying to learn how to survive. And this before you got your time. Yeah, this before I got in wow. time because I was I was angry about that. And I was going to say like, how do you not lose it? Like I just cut somebody out the other day for them accusing me of something out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You about to about to go keep and going, keep going. Two things. One 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 other thing that may he rest in peace. My everybody know my street legend, my god brother Mook. You know what I'm saying? Mook held me down. Like, okay. he, man, when I say Sean, man, he, he, he held me. He came to see me. You know what I'm Because we thinking I'm getting out. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we still, I still like the justice system. Like, you trust this, me. This, this is something. They're going to be fair. Yeah, something's going to turn around. Yeah, They're going to be fair. Okay. And I remember, I didn't get many visits when I was in jail. Um, my cousin Dominique, she came to see me. My cousin Michelle, my mama used to come see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mook came to see me. And the day that he came to see me, I'll never forget. He had on the NC State red shirt, okay. North, North Carolina Wolfpack. Um, his arm was wrapped up in a wristband with an ace band. Mm-hmm. And he was getting mm-hmm. it in the streets, you know what I'm saying? So he was, he was, Mook was there like. 17 at the time, 16 at the time. And he came and he said, bruh, he was like, man, I was like, man, I'm looking at him through the glass. I'm like, what um, what happened to you? He's like, man, dude robbed me for 1200 He's like, well, it'll be all right. Something like, yeah, so I'm like, man, you got to get there. So I'm, I'm always been on the business type of time. I was like, yo, man, you got to do something. You got to do some business stuff, man. You got to, 
He was like, man, I ain't smoke. He said, man, when you come home, he said, you're going to take care of all that. Mm. He said, I'm just going to have the money. Wow. You know, not knowing that I would never see him again when I got out here. So he passed while you was... He got killed okay. by a whole police. That's a whole different... That's a, different, that's a different, whole different story. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got killed. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, I'm an aunt. That's fallen soldier. Okay. Move rest in peace. Okay. Yeah. So, um, time to go back to sentencing. Okay. Sentencing Jack Goo the Commonwealth, and he's saying how much time I should get. They say life. Life in prison. And so, like, I'm like, life, like. For some of you, didn't do yeah, like, like, yo. Like, what? Because what? <laughs> they had already they said, they had mentioned the death penalty one time because of how the man got killed. But then when he said, when we in there, and the Commonwealth saying, because of his past history and da 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 da, you know what I'm saying? He's been in trouble. He's a career criminal. Like, he deserves life. But you were a child when you committed those things. So yeah. You were juvenile. Yeah. Keep on. And so then the, the judge says, Judge Lamont says, the things that Mr. Porter has done is juvenile. He doesn't deserve to spend the rest of his life in prison. Okay. He said that everything he's done is because of something that was done to him. You know, so they talked about they bung up stuff like, and this would tell kids, and, and and this is one thing your brain. They talked about when I punched a person in the face at school. Come on, man. They talked about every. So they use everything they could everything. to make you like a. It, once, a once, you, once you get in the system, Talk the first time you, you ever listen go, up. the first time you ever go, the first time you get a bad report in elementary school. People may not think that that's logged in, but everything is logged in. So you pretty much a part of the system. The, it's the, that's the prison, the pipeline. The pipeline. Everything you do, they section, okay, this is, he's going to be. Are y'all listening to that? Yes. Even your paper, it's a paper trail from your school. Every, everything. Trying to filter you to the prison. Mm -hmm. Everything you do. So they talk about, like, I used to do dumb stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, like I said, the fights and all that stuff, and just different stuff, but... Everything you do is is in there. That's this crazy. is what they're using. Every time you you take your kid to see a psychologist, they got all of that. All that they all that's in there to build up your pre sentence report. My pre sentence so, report. So they justified with the time that you. Yeah. Okay. My my pre sentence report <coughs> says life life. So they want, they want you here while you're here, and they want your life after you're gone. Yeah, my, my, my pre-sentence report says life, life. I still have it. I still have my transcripts. I got a whole big folder full of stuff. Um, it says life, life. So when the judge is saying, well, Mr. Porter has done some things, but nothing that he's done makes him deserve to spend the rest of his life in prison. Okay. He does deserve a second chance after all of this. So I'm like, second chance. First of all, I didn't get my first chance because I ain't do it. I didn't do it, right, yeah. right, right. So when they they say, um, the judge says, I'm giving 50 years. 
The same 50 years that they already talked about. See, they already had a plan. Man. I was gonna get the 50 years regardless. Regardless, G. That's the same setup. The same 50 years that they that the lawyer came and told me. Trying to make it like you had an option. If I don't take this plea bargain for three yeah. years, you're gonna get 50 years. They already knew. Then they turned around and threw it back at you anyway. Gave me the 50 years with 25 suspended. And technically 25 is, is life, right? Well, yeah, and, and as far as the numbers go, yeah, yeah. Well, because when you get a life sentence, you have to do at least fifteen. Back then, you had to do at least fifteen. Okay, okay. But the way sentencing was at the time, it was different. So once I get to jail and I'm hearing numbers and computations, like okay, on twenty five years, I was supposed to do five years before I went up for parole and I was supposed to mandatory and sway. Because break that down. You said it's the old law. And okay. Break, break down so the, the what, what people don't know in Virginia yeah, also about. is that there's three laws in Virginia back then. You had the old law, which was you get 30 for 30 and, and you can get out. You, every every 30 days, you get 30 days. Okay. So you can cut your time down tremendously. Yeah. So then they came out with, um, I think it was Douglas Wilder. Mm. When he was the mayor, they was trying to get tough on crime, and he did um, the two thirds law for violent offense. So you got to do at least. So you have to do two thirds of your time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it came out right in '93. So then in 1995, they came out with no parole. Mm. You know. Okay. So with no parole, if a person gets 20 years, they have to do 18. So they're making kids, they're making people disappear. But you was supposed to fall up under the old law. I was supposed right? to fall under 30 30. Right, okay. Yeah, under okay. The, but when I get to jail, when I get my first um, time sheet, they give you the sheet and, and it tells you how much time you accumulate, good time, and all this stuff. Right. When I get to prison, I get it. But. I still don't know. Like, I just know now I got 25 years. But dudes that's been, that's in jail with me who, who have been in prison, it was like, oh, smoke, okay, yeah, you got you got 25, that ain't nothing. You okay, boom, you gonna do five years, you go for parole, you gonna make parole, da 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 So I'm like, okay, I'm 17, turning 18, so that's 19, 20. Okay, I'll be decently in my early 20s, 20s, my early 20s, 20s yeah. when I come home. Mm-hmm. So still they gave me a little bit of, okay, I can I can I can do this. Right. Even though I, it, it ain't mine. Right. I can I can, I can do five. I can do five. You know what I'm saying. So, I get to receive. And my biggest thing was that I always wanted Mr. McClure's family to know that I didn't kill him. So I get to receiving. You know, I'm at Southampton receiving. Smell like cow poop. It stinks. <laughs> you in the cell. You meet people that you mm. never. Met some of the guys that I was in receiving with, we still brothers now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in receiving, and you're in a two man cell. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to go to the juvenile prison. Mm-hmm. You got to go to Southampton, which was Gladiator School. Gladiator, they call it Gladiator School. Every time we didn't understand about the child bell when we was over at the ju- at the receiving part. So every time the child bell go off, we're like, what's that? It's almost like somebody got killed over there. So we, you, you're nervous from day one. Woo! You know what I'm saying? You're nervous because every time you hear this bell, yeah. somebody gone. Yeah. So I get a job, my first job in, in prison, I get a job in the kitchen at, at receiving. Okay. And so sometimes dudes get on trustee status 
ever receive it and they don't have to go to the prison. So with me thinking, I only got five years. If I get my five years and receiving, I'm good. Chilling, right, right. Yeah, because right. it ain't, you know, there's a little bit of violence, a little bit of stuff, but it ain't the big, it ain't, it ain't prison. It ain't over there with that sound yeah. going off it. Yeah, right, so, right, right, right. So I'm in the, I'm in the, the kitchen one day and I'm, I'm washing dishes. I, I got the, the dishwashing job. I'm in there washing dishes and it's big. And this big, this big guy, Doc, he come over Sunday. And I'm, he looking at me. I'm looking at him. He looking at me. I got my hands in this in this in this cleaning board. I'm like, mm-hmm. this, 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 you know, what I'm saying you hey, hear these up? stories. Like, <laughs> like, what's about to happen he's here? Like, he's like, man. He's like, you smoke. I'm like, yeah. Who is you? He's like, I'm Doc. He said, man, I'm from Prince George. I was like, okay, what's up? You know what I'm saying? He was like, man, you know your cousins and all that. You, you from your area? Yeah. yeah. That's your spot, okay. So he says, um, he's like, man, you gonna be a right. He was like, I got a message from you, from from Bay. I was like, what? Well, we we find out that this is Danny's girlfriend. Says that they know that you didn't kill Danny. Yeah, so much, man. You know what I'm saying? He says you're gonna be a right. You know what I'm saying? So here it is. First jump, like, okay, dang. So his family know I ain't do it. So that when I went back to the cell, that gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah, like, okay, well at least they know that I didn't. Well, a little relief because at yeah. least the family know. Yeah, at least the family You're not know the one that I'm not the one that did. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So so I'm trying to stay at receiving. I remember the day they was about to put me on trustee status. The white, the white guy, the supervisor, he's like, um, Porter. We're going to put you in for trustee status. I was like, all right, so I'm out of it. I got to go nowhere. That same day, they said, Porter, BNB. So I'm trying to get to the kitchen because I'm like, yo, let me be if I can go, he can talk and stop it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop it. I get across the street. They drive us across the street in the bus, load us up in the bus, drive us across the street to Southampton, the prison. When you get to prison, like like these dudes, man, like this the stuff you hear, the fresh meat, all this stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, they they be really they be talking, on, yeah, yeah, they, they talk that talk to you. Cause yeah. that's prison. That's different from, and you have me yeah. out. You got jail. You got correctional facilities. Mm-hmm. But prison is yeah. different from yeah. a correctional facility. Yeah. Back then, and at least back in the day. Back then, it was it was yeah. way different. They they babyfied now. Okay. Y'all families, and, and I understand you got loved ones in there, but they they babyfied. Okay, keep going. So, when we get over there, we walk up the hill. <clears throat> they take us in the back way of Southampton, and you got to walk up this hill. Mm-hmm. And when you're walking up the hill, one of the buildings, C1, is facing towards. So, all the dudes, they looking out the window, and they hollering, fresh meat. Oh, yeah, those young like that, da, 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 da. So, at that time, I had started growing my hair back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I got this little twist in my hair. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm like five. I think I was like five, six by then. Man, man. One, yeah, <laughs> one, one thirty-four. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Bitty fella. Oh, you was a little bitty fella, yeah. man. So, I'm like, yo. So we walk in. We got to go to laundry first. Mm-hmm. So we walk into laundry. You know what I'm saying? We get down there. They give you these elastic, these jeans with elastic in the back. Almost like maternity pants yeah, or something. Yeah, they, they, they give us our, our first three um, pair of jeans. They hand you your first three pair of jeans, your first three t-shirts, your boxers, 
and the socks. You get everything new first. Mm-hmm. So then they give us all this, and, and we gotta go to C three. C three is the it was the jail, it was the house, the uh, um, the shoe, mm-hmm. and the top tier was the where the new inmates come. Okay. So it was, it was like receiving again. So get there, and when I'm there, you know what I'm saying. Now at this time, people still could wear their street clothes and stuff. A okay. little bit, you know, so you could order stuff. Dudes had clothes right. and stuff. You still do hair, everything. So okay. I'm sitting there, and one of the guys, one of the Spanish guys, had came before me to to South Africa. Mm-hmm. but we was cool. You know okay. what I'm saying? So the first time. In the streets, I seen a few homosexuals when I was, you know what I'm saying, out, 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 for <coughs> But it was my first time really seeing, not knowing what it was, because it walked past my cell. He okay. he walked past my cell. And when he walked past, he had on a purple shirt and had long hair and had breasts. So I um I said, I called over at, at his name, Renicito, Tito. I said, Renicito. He's like, Holmes? I said, they got bonitas there? He said, no, <laughs> He said, no, Holmes. I was like, so I'm like, I'm in a co-ed. I'm yeah, thinking like, do, you know, do your own, yeah, right? co-ed. <laughs> yeah, listen, this is going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? This ain't going to be as bad as I thought. <laughs> right. So, uh, so oh, I'm like, man. I'm like, okay. He said, no, but I know I just seen a woman. I ain't, I ain't crazy. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 right. Still young, but I ain't crazy. So I'm like, I, I got to wait on this dope, on this, on this beat. Because I got to see. They got to come back past yeah, they got to come back past Because <laughs> I hear some female voices out there. Because you can't see nothing. But okay. I hear some, some, female vo- some female voices. So I say, um, so I'm standing on the gate. I'm looking. And dude come back. Now he coming and I can see his face. Mm. And I'm like, oh, snap. That's a nigga. That's a man. That's, oh, my, my stomach started hurting. Oh, man. Ew. <laughs> Once you realize yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what is it, Is this the temple? <laughs> no, no. This ain't Where am I at? Yeah. Right, right, right. So, my second experience was when dudes found out I was there, too. You know what I'm saying? Because before you get, before you get to prison, your name goes before you get there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? People already know what you're locked up for and everything before you even get there. So people already knew. And in detention, when it was in detention, I had a little crew. We fought together. We ate together and everything. The guys that was with me, the youngins, they had already went to prison. One had, old dog had 63 years. Mm. And, and uh, Lewis had life. You know, so... As I'm, as I'm there, but later on I found out. So my my first experience was seeing somebody get stabbed. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm looking. We looking out the TV room because like we ain't going to record. They ain't really letting us mingle with the with the people. General Park. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking. We looking out the window, and I see two dudes, a big dude and a like slim dude. They in each other's face. And dude do something. And I see him when dude like whipped out the shank and stabbed him. The little small dude hit the big dude. Yeah. He stabbed him. Man. And dude took off and run into metal. So now I'm like, oh. So that's the first time <coughs> the first time you heard that siren while you was in there. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Shoo. Like, 
this is real. Is, is it really happening? Like people are getting stabbed and stuff. It's it's scary now. So did that make you say, "Let me get me a yeah, yeah"? I was like, "I gotta get me a knife." You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because this is gonna be if this is how it's gonna be, I'm gonna have to get me a knife. Mm. Um, come to find out, the two young guys that was with me, you know, say came before me, they end up. Gonna be politically correct. They ended up. We can talk how you crossing, talk, crossing over. If I gotta edit it out, I will. No, nah, I mean, but you know, so you know, people. They they ended up. I got you. I got you. Um, getting tricked. One of the guys, um, he he ended up messing with the pump. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he was the other guy. Old dog looked up to reality. He looked up to him, and and. If, Following in his footsteps, he started messing with Pong. So this man chose to get other man booty. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Because his homeboy chose to yeah. get some man booty. Yeah. Listen, y'all. There's some of y'all out here in the streets doing that too. Stop it. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna keep so, going. So so they um you know what I'm saying? So they had told me that reality, the L had got raped by by the guys. So what the, the, the story they told me, mm. like, you know what I'm saying, reality, I got caught up and I was in the cell with the boy and the, the boy's man came in and was like, yo, you mess with my boy, now I'm messing with you. Oh, man. Yeah, so so that was, it was it was crazy. So they didn't expect the men do to get into it because everybody knew, like I said, I could, I could fight. Like I said, whatever it is, the streets and everything, it, it carries with you. They know that you can fight and all this stuff. So, like, but men do end up Talking, you know what I'm saying, and I was like, like yo, that's that's I'm not into mm. that stuff. That's right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying. Um, another one of the biggest things that happened to me was my prayer life changed. What you talking about? Um, once they, I believe I used to believe <clears throat> in God the way that people out here do. Traditional way. Yeah, the traditional way. I used to, you know what I'm saying, my mom had put me in church and all that stuff. And I, I ran from church. So early in my life, I became a Muslim. I, I, I was studying the dean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was I was praying five times a day and, and all that. Even like right now, I'm fasting for the month of Ramadan. Ramadan okay. So, but I was, I was really like on it. Like, but once they tried me and convicted me of something that I didn't do, and I felt like God failed me. Mm, okay. Because Talk about that. because I felt like if didn't no man know I didn't do it, Allah know I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? If no man know Allah that know. Allah know that I did not kill this man. So <clears throat> once they sentenced me to the twenty five, yeah, I didn't want to hear about no God no more. Right, right, right. I can imagine. Man, I could, I couldn't understand. Like, because like, wow. you know what you still allowed. You, you let me about to spend the rest of my life here. Mm. And so I ran from God. I ran from, you know, what I'm saying the traditions. And once I got put into general population, I went to C one, and C one one forty three. You know, everything changed. My name changed. You don't, you don't be. Porter no more. You we Porter, but you you you, you changed to a number. Wow. I'll never forget my number. Wow, that's that's crazy. You would never forget your number. I might not remember my phone number. But you never forget but that. But my number. state number I ain't I'm never gonna forget. Wow. 
Matter of fact, I got, I got two of them now because they changed. They, they got so many people in prison at one time. They gave us another number. Gave you a new number. They took they took away our old numbers and they gave me a new number one one seven oh seven four seven. That's a crazy number I have to remember, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, I I used to go in the TV room. Now the TV room was dangerous. Okay. Talk about the TV room at ten o'clock at Southampton and all the people. Dope necklace too, man. Man, you mean to interrupt you? That's hard. Yeah. We, we just talk good. Keep going. <laughs> With and. and in the TV room, and everybody that, that, that follows me, like a lot of my people on page, been in South London with me. Mm -hmm. They would tell you at 10 o'clock at night, don't go on the TV. Because if you got beef or anything, or if you, like, you might die. That's where you go down. The, the, the door slams and it locks. So you get whatever you got to do, yeah. you got time to get busy. Yeah, you can't. You can. So when. I used to be in the TV room, and at the time, I didn't really know about the 5% nation. Okay. God's nurse. Mm -hmm. But I used to sit at the back of the TV room. I used to sit on the bench by myself. But I used to always hear these guys talking in the back. Mm -hmm. It was like three or four of them. And so I started going and standing on the outside of what they call a cipher. Mm -hmm. So I used to stand on the outside of the cipher and just listen. And so... The, the 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 guy says, um, the guy says, um, well, why you always standing on the outside, son? Like, what you seeking? And I said, I'm seeking knowledge. Okay. He said, step into the cipher. So he said, who are you? So at the time, I said my Muslim name. I said, Camille Alicorn. Okay. So he was like, okay. You know, so I started being around the five sons, and I learned that the black man was God. Y'all hear that? I learned, I, the, the, and I can say this wholeheartedly, when I became a 5 it saved me. Talk about it, man. It, 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 it kept me. It gave you that knowledge yourself. It made me not uh, wait on a God that I couldn't see. I knew I knew there was a God in me, you know what I'm saying? That you was the power. And it, it's, it's levels to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. where I am now, in my, in my school of thought, I wasn't there. I was just, okay. Everybody, if you ain't believe the five percent, you was a savage. If you you was a Devil Christian, you, yeah, yeah, you you you're eighty five. Yeah, blood sucking, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, when I when I I learned about that, and I started studying. Okay. So at a young age, I became an elder god because I used to read all the time. I didn't read no fictional books. Okay, you know what I'm saying? For the majority of the first part of my prison term, I didn't read no. I ain't still out reading. Fiction books until I went to the hole one day. My first fictional book was um was Lucky, um by um what's her name Jackie something. Okay. That was the first fictional book I read. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I was reading books that gave me knowledge. I read Albert Einstein. I read Malcolm X. And as I heavy, got heavy. as I got deeper, I used to make all of my all the people that I enlightened that I gave knowledge up to. All of my students had to read Albert Einstein. <coughs> why'd you make him do that? I, I kind of know why, but why Albert, you Albert Einstein was so deep into his thoughts mm -hmm. that I wanted to transfigurate into that form. Albert Einstein, little things didn't matter no more. Okay. Albert Einstein was one that people, if you read, Albert Einstein forgot how to tie a shoe. So he was so far in here. Yeah. 
that little petty stuff like, damn, my shoe, that's trivial. Yeah, that's that's. Nigga, that's I'm trying to think of formulas that can transform what's past where we at. Walk in the same, he would be so deep into his thoughts on his way home from a path that he walked all the time, he would get lost. Okay. So that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to So that's why they tried to call him crazy. Yeah. Okay. He was he out was, of his mind. He, he was. was. He was out of his, his And sometimes it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, we could go somewhere else. Ah, keep going. Yeah. Keep so, going. That's good. That's so good. so with that, mm. I had to I had to learn. And then my, my first enlightener, um, the God powerful. Like as you when he first enlightened me, he gave me the attribute supreme. Supreme okay. law. Supreme law. You know, and oh. and he told me I was omnipresent, omnipotent, I was everywhere, you know. And so as I grew into myself, I took my Muslim name and used the supreme alphabets and, and, and broke, broke it down. We broke it down. And Camille, King, Allah, Master of Islam, which I truly love, Ali means the most high, and Quran means master of the universe. And let me, let me interject, because even growing up in church or whatever, even though I didn't get as far into it as you, even to this day, there's certain things I learned from studying the mathematics and mm -hmm. the alphabets and the, you know, the different lessons that stick with me to this day and help me know who I am. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it was about. It, it was about not externalizing your power, but letting you know the power is, is in, in you. you. All the elements in the world is already in you. And, keep sorry, it, keep and it, even it. that's what, 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 what Jesus, that's what Jesus says. He says that, did I not say that you are gods, but you should die like men? And it's in the Old and the New Testament, y'all. Yeah. And when he was telling us to to speak things, you know what I'm saying? He said, you would do greater works. Keep going. Keep so going, me keep becoming going, a five percenter, it it, 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 it it helped me to not go crazy. Mm. Okay. It helped me to, when now when I found out how much time I really had to do, that five years changed. Like, I went to the counselor, Miss Tan. And I was like, I got the update sheet of your time. And my update sheet said 2012. And you still in the 90s. I'm going to, I said 2012. The world coming to an end in 2000. Right, we ain't hear Y2K yet. Yeah, right. oh, they said the world coming to an end, so I'm going to die. I'm, I'm, I'm it's a, funny now, but I'm sure it's not funny then. Yeah, I'm going to die here. Mm. So, I'm like, Miss mm. saying this guy's to be wrong. She was like, that's when I found out about the two-thirds law. That you wasn't under the old law. I was under the second law. Mm -hmm. And so I had to do 12 years before I started going up for parole. That damn near all the time. Hey, almost half the time. I had to do it 12 years first. And then I started going up for parole. So to show that, because you know the time frame, people want to get bored. But I started getting moved around. Okay. I stayed on the rock from 90, the early 90s to... My experiences was different. Okay, talk about <laughs> and, and I and I say this, and even when I when I lost God, the the traditional God, the new God that I needed found me. And, yeah, and get to that. And yeah. I say that because I never had to be a homo. I never had to indulge in homosexuality. And I wanted to ask you that. And, and yeah. How you thought? Because you know, on the outside, it's a it's a perception that how you put it. You have a choice. Yeah. Pretty much. You have a choice. Yeah. So if a guy and outside of people raping people. Yeah. If guy yeah. get into that, they want yeah, to. Yeah, they, they do. But you don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. Just have to. to make that clear because it's and, a misconception. And I didn't it was 
for some reason, and and like people say, uh, uh, women, the staff members was willing to help me because they were aware of your case. They was aware of my case, and everybody, like everybody from Petersburg and Hopewell, was like, "Yo, we ain't, man, bro, I ain't even supposed to be in here." You know what I'm saying? And I just I walked different. A lot of times I walked by myself, even though I had a team. Okay. But guys, I, I used to walk because I told my counselor, I didn't even have no treatment plan. It was so crazy because of the fact that I told my counselor. And once she read my paperwork, when, 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 when Counselor Tanner read my paperwork and she said, Jen, you're not supposed to be in here, boy. And I was like, yeah. I said, so when you tell me to do something, I said, I ain't going to do it. You might one day, but one you might be like, nah. And, 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 and a lot of people, and, and, and if you think I'm lying, a lot of officers around here from... I'm talking about big ass, um, Mr. Smith, Horace Smith. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. He was a captain. Um, okay. um, two. Mm -hmm. um, these guys watched me grow up. Wow. That's right, because they've been in the system, working in the system. Years and, and 20, 20, 30 years. Right? And when I say they, they know who, even when they see me out here now, and they see me and they recognize Porter, first they'd be like, boy, you was hard-headed. But then they respected how I carried it. Okay. You know? They really respect it. Because I was the one that I showed them respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if they disrespect me, I was disrespectful. Right. But they saw me grow through childhood. And some of them became like fathers to me. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Some of the females became like mothers to me. Because I didn't even get to see some of my own family members for 10 years. You know, some, some of my family members wasn't coming to see me. Wasn't visiting. You know? mm, that's hard. So, you know, some people didn't want to come to the prison. The, the, you know what I'm saying? So, here it is. You sitting in here for something you ain't do, and you ain't getting no visits. You getting a few phone calls. Like, a thing about Mook again. Yeah, Mook made sure I had money on my books. He made sure that, you know what I'm saying, my godmama was surely that she answered my phone call whether he was there or not. You know, three-way jumping. Um... Like I said, he died, and he died while I was there in 1999. He got killed mm -hmm. by the police. So my world shifted then, you know, as well. But at the same time, a lot of stuff happened for me in, in, in like, the, the late, in 1998, 99. Okay. 1998, <laughs> I got my first officer. From a woman, you got yeah. the first piece. Okay, she, talk she, about she, it. She started. Because it happens. Y'all yeah. write like this some form. Too many people who got walked up out of these prisons <laughs> for doing some things. Yeah, she, 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 liked, she showed interest in me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it, that helped me as far as my beard was concerned, too. I'm sure it, it did. It helped and it hurt. Because now, the fact that I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You think you're in love. Just because, and most, a lot of it was talking more than anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You think you're in love with somebody, and you're thinking, because at the time, I think we was telling people, like, when we found out about a woman, if you tell a, a, a officer or a female, any of somebody that you're writing, that you mm -hmm. got 18 months, they'll stick with you for about 18 months. They'll give you a good 18 months. Yeah, some years. Yeah. Yeah. And then they dip. After 18 months, like, nigga ain't coming home. <laughs> Homeboy gonna be up in them guts. Yeah. They, Keep going. They, they, they give 18 months, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like this lady, you know what I'm saying? Her name was Kim. She, she, 
My my homeboy said I was crazy about him. Like, but well, they, you've been around dudes all the time. Look, yeah, you trying to yeah. Somebody showed me some attention, and, and, and so yeah. so that that was experience for me, um, which led to me getting kicked off of Southampton. That's about hating or something. They 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 found out it was me and a whole group of guys. Could some be. some of my guys is on my page too. <laughs> like we was called the the Southampton lovers. They <laughs> they came. <laughs> we okay. used to want to get off of Southampton because with. A population of like maybe five hundred to a thousand. I think it was like five hundred inmates there. Okay. But it was the rock, the same like death, love, everything was happening right there, and you would want to get off of there. Like as you got into your bid, you want to get off of there. Because Southampton was before like Red Onion and stuff, yeah. so that was like yeah, but for all, Sussex, all, so that, all the that was similar to like maybe the walls. Yeah, and like hardcore. A lot of people from the wall. A lot of fighting. Um, a lot of territory. We didn't have gangs, really. It was where you was from. Richmond. Richmond. Petersburg. 757. 757. D.C. Um, and the the part with, with, with guys from Petersburg and the Tri-Cities, we all sat together. Okay. Petersburg and when we sat together. You know? And it was so crazy that when something would go down, dudes were always like, like that Petersburg mob, you want with you. Yeah, they wild crew. Yeah, cause they 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 say all them them niggas strong and they 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 crazy and they'll fight. So they um between us and bad news. That's why a lot of a lot of my other guys is from, from down that way. Newport News. Okay. You know. And then you section off, you find out like this group of guys is like this. You know what I'm saying? Richmond guys is like this. Tab other guys is like this. Paul Smith guys is like this. So mm-hmm. you you get a feel for who to hang around and not hang around. Okay. Okay. And so um, when I got transferred, <laughs> the day they came again, they they came out with a list. I was in an honor pod by then. Okay. And they came and it was like, all these dudes were getting transferred. And my youngin, Slim, he home now. Slim came to me. First, I was upstairs. He was like, man, I was like, man, dudes getting transferred. I said, like, yeah. So Slim, the first time I went down there and looked on the list, my name wasn't on there. Okay. Slim came. He said, man, he said, bro. He said, man, they got your name on the list to get transferred. I said, man, name ain't on that. I just came from down there. He said, your name on that. I go back down there. My name on there. Okay. It was so terrible how they transferred us. Usually they take you to Power Ten mm-hmm. and then they get on a bus to go where you're going. Okay. They did a swap. They took us straight from Southampton to Greenville. Good gracious, man. But they said that the warden said by one o'clock he wanted us off his compound. <laughs> he hated you. Get them niggas out of here. Yeah, they they <laughs> took, oh, took me straight straight to Greensville. Yeah. Good gracious. And that was a different experience because that place huge too. Yeah. You go to city by itself. Yeah. For real. And then at that time they had dudes from out of state there and you know, with the um, Lord okay. was there. Okay, I, like I said, I heard these stories. Okay. Yeah, so was it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was different. You know what I'm saying? Cause they, they had to stay together. I heard it was wrong back then. Yeah, man. so, so it was, it was a, it was a different experience going there. You know what I'm saying? And then seeing how big the sales was. Like I can go from Southampton where you can barely sit up on the top bunk. In Greenville, you got a little compared to that, you got yeah, some you space. Can stand up yeah, on the top bunk. Do a little circle. You, fall, you might fall off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So it was Tash. It was different. Um one of the things I can say also, like people say like with me, 
A lot of people are like, you don't wear prison, you can't tell that you did 18 years. I never let. I, I can say to 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 the once I found out the God in me, I never let prison do me. Mm. I really did the prison. And, and as you say that, I think we met like it was around maybe November ish 2013. And I remember saying that to you mm-hmm. that because we were talking, we met in the gym yeah. on Main Street. And you know, talking, small talk, whatever, then the conversation started to get deeper. You started telling me some of your story. And I remember telling you, like, gee, you don't seem like a guy that's been to prison. You like, you can kind of tell guys whether it's their beer, whether it's their walk, whether it's their mentality. You can kind of tell when guys have done, especially they've done a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Gene, you don't wear none of that. And, and I couldn't because I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm. You know? Okay. And, like, we skipped those because like, of time, but, like, when your appeals keep getting denied. And how many of those do you get? You get, I got my first appeal denied. Um, and, and these lawyers and all that stuff. If you're doing wrong stuff, study the law. Study the law because you need to know the rules. But um, my first appeal got denied. My lawyer said, oh, it's going to be all right. We're going to file a hate. You know, he didn't put some information on the hate about the witnesses and all that. And the first thing I ever learned about law was Strickland versus Washington. And what's that case? It's a, it's a two-prong. You can't argue a lawyer's defense. So what they were saying was my lawyer not calling my witnesses, even though it would have helped me, that was his defense. That was his choice to do that. Yeah, and I couldn't argue that. Then on my hate, we did the hate. Um, and again, it was the fact that they left stuff off. And they saying that we should have put that on first appeal. Um, like Lord, I got after by that time I had got a paid lawyer because I told my mom I didn't want no more white people in my case. I went and got a black lawyer, um, Reggie Barlow. That worked out. Same way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I say, once you're in the system, it's hard to get out. It's easy to get in there, but it's hard to get out. Mm. Now, one of my trying times, like by this time I started getting moved around. Boom. Okay. So I'm getting moved around. And I get to a place, I get to this prison called Lunenburg. Of course you like to smell good. Who doesn't? But who wants to pay $75 to possibly $250 and up just for their favorite fragrance? Well, now you don't have to. You can go right to thesmellofvictory.com. Downplay fragrance body oils as you may, but they're an excellent alternative to those beefy retail prices. Just go to thesmellofvictory.com with over 150 fragrance options. Not only the body oil you can get, you can get matching lotions, you can get matching sugar scrubs, which exfoliates dry skin and moisturizes as it exfoliates. Also add that body butter, that TSOV body butter to it that matches your fragrance, and you get all natural ingredients such as raw shea butter, little grapeseed oil, little tea tree oil, not gonna give it all to you right now. It's gonna be on the packaging. All natural, matching the fragrance that you've chosen. TheSmellOfVictory.com. Save 10% on your first order when you subscribe to the site. So go right there now. What is it? TheSmellOfVictory.com. Peace. Okay. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at Lunenburg. You know what I'm saying? Good, doing, it's going good as a dormitory. You know what I'm saying? Most times they say when you get to the dormitory, you're getting close to going home. I'm in a dormitory. 
And again, like you say, when you come to prison, everybody knows, you know what I'm saying? They always tell you, like, man, I ain't homeboy here. So we had a dude okay. from Petersburg that worked in the laundry. Every place you go, you got to go to the laundry first. So the dude that worked in the laundry, it was from that way. He was like, yo, when he, um, he came, I think we went to lunch, and he says, he said, yo, smoke. He smells a dude up here from Hopewell. I was like, yeah. I said, well, there's only two people from, only two types of people from Hopewell. I said, either one of my little cousins or the nigga that lied on me. Uh oh. <laughs> it was him? It was Sean. Oh, man. So we, I, I'm walking, we going to lunch. By that time, they they, they bringing him up with his stuff. Now, so he just getting it. He just getting okay, it. Okay, okay. For another case. But he don't know what I look like anymore. Mm. I'll never forget his face, but he didn't know what I look like. Cause so you could have walked right up on him. It's been eight years. Okay, keep going. So I'm, I'm walking down the boulevard with the guys, and I look, and I'm like, this, it can't, it can't be. He pushing his cart with this with the officer. Bro. Oh man! I'm like yo. So I go to child. I come back. I'm sitting by the washing machine. And I'm sitting by the washing machine. And my homeboy Rock, he come. Then they know Sean too. He from homeboy Sean Rock. He say, I'm sitting there and I got tears in my eyes. And he said, he said, man, smoke. What's up, man? You be all right? I said, man. I said, I got to kill him. You get it. And he was like, what you what you mean, Smoke? He's like, man, you can't do that, bro. I said, man, God and the devil can't exist on the same planet. Good gracious, G. He was like, it got to be a better way, Smoke, man. He's like, man, how am I explaining that to your mom, to your family? You know what I'm saying? Either one of y'all family. I said, man, he put me here. Mm -hmm. Good gracious, bro. I was like, I can't. No, nah, he can't. He can't stay here with me. So then, my, my, my. Everybody now, everybody know that he there. Say so like, okay, you know what I'm saying? What, man, they trying to talk me, and I was waiting on the appeal. Mm -hmm. I was waiting on the appeal mm -hmm. at the time. So yeah. they like, they like, yo, man, smoke, man, you waiting on your appeal, you gonna get out, da 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 da. If you do something to him, you ain't never going home. So, I'm contemplating, I'm thinking, I'm contemplating. Yeah, it's tough to have to sit there and uh, yeah. struggle with yourself. So, my man, we used to go to A child, he used to be in B child. I had a homeboy from up Charlottesville. Here's mm -hmm. one. I said, look, I said, yo, I said, I, got, I, need, I need to go in um, B on Dine Hall, bro. I said, my guy, I said, dude up here. So everybody already knew knew about his name, knew everything, you know what I'm saying? Because they had been, most of the guys had been around me all the time. So he's like, man, I'll go with you, Smoke. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? So we go in, we go in and B, and we go in A, A child, B child. We go in the child hall, and he's sitting at the table. And we pull up and sit down. Mm. And, and so we sit at the table. And I got a knife in my pocket. And I'm like, yo. I was like, man, look. I said, what you going to do, man? So he's like, man, smoke, man. I know you ain't do it, man. I just I just be, be in trouble, man. It just was. I said, look. I said, well, you going to help me get out? He's like, yeah, man, I'll help you, man. Whatever, whatever we gotta do, man. He's like, I said, all right, so you gonna talk to my lawyer? I said, all I need, by this time I started studying the law. Mm -hmm. I said, all I need you to do is tell my lawyer that I ain't do it. 
I said, you gonna go to court. I said, you could plead the fifth after I get a new trial. You could plead the fifth. I said, but wow. I need you to, to go. At least get me to that point. Yeah, get me. Say what you need to say to get me to get me a trial. Give me a trial. Man, I got you, man. Just tell the lawyer. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, all right. So me and Scott, we leave out the job. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm refreshed. Cause like, damn, here go my chance. Mm -hmm. About to come again for me to get out of here. Mm -hmm. So my mom and my middle sister, Tamika, they came to see me. And I'm telling them. I'm like, yo, Sean up here. So they're like, my sister like, my sister says one of the most powerful things to me that she ever said. And that by the time she had had my first niece. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he gonna tell the lawyer and stuff I ain't do it. And my sister says, Smokey, he lied on you. Don't let him lie to you. So I'm like, but I'm still like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yo. I'm like, Good. I hear her, oh, but, but like this nigga, he ain't gonna lie now, you know what I'm saying? So I called the lawyer. My lawyer never came to see the nigga. Never came to see him. So by that time, he got time, and he's like, his lawyer told him, da 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 da. So now I'm hot, because I'm like, he lied. He let up, my gracious. So my homeboys from Petersburg, we like, I'm telling them, they're like, no. What you wanna do, Smoke? You wanna fight him? No, nah, he telling them, now he started lying to him, he ain't, he ain't lying on this stuff. I sent the paperwork over to his dorm. And that paperwork he was, tell it all. He right? was in, in dorm one. Okay. I sent the paperwork over there. I was in three dorm. I sent the paperwork over there to him. They like, so I told him, I told the guys over there, I said, he can't have nothing while he's here. Mm. They took his TV. They took all his stuff. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga snitch. That nigga lying on you. Yeah, it wasn't even about it. He was a snitch. It's about he lied. And got you in here. You know what I'm saying? So, <coughs> so, I'm going through, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm thinking about how I'm going to get there, going to get this dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How am I going to get him? So I tell my homeboys, I said, look, they're like, man, man, you can fight him, smoke, we'll stomp him out, da, 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 da. I said, no, I don't want to fight. I said, anybody can win the fight. They got to go. I said, he needs, you know what I'm saying? I said, so this is what I need you to do. And so my homeboys, I said, all I want you to do is pick an argument with him on the, rec on, the, on, the, on, the, on the boulevard. Give you a reason. I said, when you pick an argument with him on the boulevard, I'm going to come like I'm going to break it up. But when I break it up, I said, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit him with the ice cream. I said, when I pull out, he ain't going to know what hit him. He's just going to he gonna clutch it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be too late. I said, then I'm going to walk off and goddamn dump the jump. So he's like, dang, smoke, man. Bruh. That's right. I ain't no, I don't want to talk about it. Y'all niggas don't want to do it my way. I don't want to fight. Right. But again, the universe and God was on it because my birthday came up. Okay. And and I stopped celebrating holidays in prison. The only thing I cared about was my birthday. Okay. I had talked to my sister earlier in the, in, the, in the beginning of the month, and she had told me like, "Yo, I got you a card. Da, da, da. I'm gonna send it to you." I'm waiting. I'm waiting. My birthday coming. I don't get the card. I think my birthday came on Friday. Mm -hmm. I don't get the card. So I'm like, okay. Monday come mail call. I don't get to call. At the time, I'm taking college classes and stuff. So I'm sitting out there. I'm sitting in the foyer part. And the officer, he said, he said something to me. And I'm mad about the dude being here and I can't get to him. I'm mad about my sister ain't sending my birthday card. Mm -hmm. I snap on the officer. Catch a threatening body on. 
Oh man. But when when I threatened them, okay. when I threatened them, I think I still went to school. I used to catch little dumb. I used to catch a lot of my charges was on office. And so when I called it, when they came in and, 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 and locked me up, you know what I'm saying? So they locked me up, I'm in the hole. And they find out that Sean up there. And when I tell you everybody knew I was innocent, the warden came to me. It's time for me to go for my hearing to get out of the hole. And the warden is like, um, Mr. Porter, I want to let you out the hole. He said, but Mr. Coleman is here. And I don't know if if it's gonna be the safest thing. I was like, man, I ain't gonna do nothing to him. <laughs> the, the, the warden told me straight out of his mouth. He said the person that lied on me and put me here was here. He said I would get him. He said I just can't take a chance on you doing nothing to him. Why you here? Crazy that many people acknowledge that they know you didn't do it, mm-hmm. but it's because the system is so jacked up. Yeah. Once they bang that gavel, yeah. it take pretty much an act of God to reverse it. That's crazy. And so they end up they end up transferring me, you know, because of it. And I was like, I was here first, you didn't. But they're like, you already know. It's easy to transfer you because you already know. And Man, that's crazy. I end up being transferred because of it. So that that pretty much kept you from catching a real murder. Yeah. Because you would have caught up. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was plotting the scheme. I had already Man, had it. Like, you had every right yeah. to. And so, like I say, as time went on, um, bouncing from prison to prison, you know what I'm saying, learning how to be a man, you know what I'm saying, really growing up and everything. Um, like 2000 came and went, Y2K ain't kill us. Right, right, you know right. What I'm so, so let's, cause man, I'm sure you got hundreds of stories you could tell, and we might get you back for some of those. But let's let's fast forward with some, unless you got something nah, you want to get into. Okay, you've done your time. It's time to come on. Where's your mind? Though? What what's your? I'm scared. Okay, talk about it. I'm on Greensville Yard. I'm on the, I'm on the rec yard. Still working out, doing boxing with my with my boxing coach. And what year is this? Uh, 2000, I came home 2012, so this is, yeah, 2012. 2012, okay. So, I'm on the rec yard, and I'm scared now, because I went up for my last parole hearing, the people kept turning me down for serious nature of the crime. I went up the last time, I told myself I wasn't going to go up for the last time, but at the time I was dating my ex-wife, and I was like, I'm going to go up this one more time, maybe I can get out before her birthday and stuff. Okay. Because I used to go up every August. So I go up, the people turn me down. And I'm like, I got a few months left. Yeah. I got, this August, I come home. I'm going home anyway, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, all right. I got to get out. Y'all got to let me go anyway. So we walk in, we walk in the wreck, y'all. And this was one of the lessons that I keep with me out of all the boxing lessons he taught me. Mr. Wilson was we're walking and he seen something was wrong. He said, What's wrong, bro? I said, I'm about to go home, Mr. Wilson. I said, but I'm scared. Mm. He said, Why are you scared? I said, because they're gonna call me a murderer. He said, he said, he, he said, he said, what's your name? 
I said, I ain't listen. You know my name. You've been coaching me for years, man. You you know my name. Okay. I said, man. I said, smoke. He said, nah. He said, what's your what's your name? What's your real name? I said, Eugene Ford. He said, so if I call you Jeff, you gonna answer to it? Okay. Okay. I said, nah. He said, it ain't about what they call you, it's about what you answer to. Especially in that case, that's powerful. And when he gave me that, it was like, okay. Like took a weight up off me. Yeah. Okay. They might call me a murderer. I know I ain't do it. But you don't acknowledge it. Even even me coming to this town where I'm not from. You know what I'm saying? Coming to Emporia, I always knew I was coming to Emporia because every officer I ever saw was from Emporia. <laughs> was from Emporia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I knew it was coming here, but even then, like I say, back in the early days, I still had wrong intentions for coming here. Okay. Because the fact that I knew Emporia was little, was was slow, was back. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against, but it's just the way that the town. It is right. what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's slow. Slow, it's behind a lot of things. Yeah, so, yeah. but my thing was, I always wanted my own business. Okay. So, what I had said was, back back then, early, 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 before I met my, my ex-wife, before all that, I was like, boom, I'm going to go to Emporia. I'm going to date a lady from Emporia. I'm going to go to Emporia. I'm going to open a bootleg spot. I'm going to get a run. Because mm-hmm. they don't keep up the bootleg spot for about a year, six months. You, Cause that's what I was used to knowing about right. Blue Spot. When I failed, Blue Spot was just. You gonna get your money in. So I said, I'm gonna give me ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna start me a barber shop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna open a business. You know what I'm saying? Then one of the business I used to want to do when I, I later on before it was it was with the box and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But and it was so crazy how the universe worked. Let me tell you tell you this before we before we go. I knew it was coming to him for you. Okay. Months before I came home, somehow a newspaper came. And the newspaper had a build in the in the, in the classified it had a building for sale. Mm, okay. And the building, I think the building was like fifty thousand dollars. It was a white building mm-hmm. on Halifax Street. No, it used to be the lawyer office. It was it was a right white beside building. the cab stand. No, it was on the, uh, right there where I'm at. What's wrong with Temple Lake? Where that field Oh, at? okay. So you saw it. Okay, come on. Keep on. It was, keep on, it, was on. it was a building right there or something before they, or something. Might have been. Probably. All that been. stuff right there. It was a building was for sale for $50,000. Okay. And I told, I told Mr. Wilson, I was like, yo, I said, man, I can get out here, get them a boxing. I said, we can do the boxing program, the inside out program. I said, dudes be coming home. If they've been in here sparring and practice and stuff, I said, so they won't, because when you come out here, you got an F on, you got that felony on you, everybody's not going to give you a job stuff. But as a sparring partner, if you're good, you can make you make, yeah. you can make some money. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I said, so boom, I can have a, the place where the guys, they live on the top, and we had a gym on the bottom. So you're really working. With boxing. Right, yeah. right, right. You know what I'm saying? I said, we could do that. I was like, man. So I seen the building. And that was my, that was, like, it was the fruition of it. It was, mm. it was what. It's what you wanted, what yeah, you've been seeing. Yeah, I, yeah. Wanted, yeah. I wanted a, a boxing gym for, to help dudes when they come home. Okay. You know, and so, and it was on Halifax Street. Ain't that something? <laughs> and for y'all that don't know, they may not know, that's where Strong Temple 
Fitness and personal training is located on Halifax Street. Yeah. Yeah. And let me let me jump in before you finish and before we wrap up. Like I said, I met you back in 2013. Yeah, toward the end of 2013. Not realizing you hadn't even been home a full year. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of finding that out now. Yeah. But what I can say for anybody that might be watching, anybody that's in any type of position to do anything, I've known this man, it's 2021 now, since 2013, so that's about seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. He's been this person. Yeah, of course, he's grown, matured yeah. in certain areas. But he's been this type of, this this person, a solid guy. I've seen him in positions where he had a right to do harm to other people, but he chose not to. He's respected, and I'm talking about stuff I've seen for myself. He's respected by people in the streets, people in the system, on both sides. If you're guilty of something that egregious, or if you're such a bad person, you don't get certain respect from certain people. Certain people in the streets are not going to respect that. Like I said, I've, I've seen you in situations that we talked about mm-hmm. stuff I won't repeat, but people that have come at you with stuff. Mm-hmm. And as a man, just on some man stuff, yeah. you had a right to go slap the taste out of their mouth. Yeah. But it's, it's the part of learning you how did. to be humble. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 the, and the whole thing. Like, nothing that I had, even like with Strong Temple, nothing I had. I didn't ask for it. The universe gave right. it to me. Right. I spoke some things into existence. You know what I'm saying? Just like I told you about your angels, I knew about my angels. Um, but it's it's the part, man, that like my whole life was taken. I'm not supposed to be here. That's why I wake up different. When when people poking at the bell, or oh, like. Oh, I used to tell people, even on the inside, the Incredible Hulk, like, don't make my eyes turn green. I believe it. Because once I go there, I can't come back. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to come back, so you have to think for other people. Sometimes I don't know how you do it, and, and, and that's what I'm saying, too, for anybody that may be listening. Some guys do come home and are really... I, it's hard for me to say you reformed because you didn't do the crime, mm-hmm. but... Some people come home and you shouldn't have limitations on them. Mm-hmm. You should be able to have every right that you had before you went mm-hmm. because you've proven that as a as a man, as a business owner, as a friend, just as a person in the community. You've proven to be strong tough. Mm-hmm. Everything that word means, you've proven to be that. Mm-hmm. And you you're and with the work you do with the kids. Yeah, I love the kids. You're one of the few guys I, I trust. Yeah. Now, if you ever prove that wrong, that's one yeah. thing. But in seven, eight years, you're one of the few guys I can count on one hand that yeah. I believe I can leave my wallet and my woman around you. And I got a good chance that you ain't going to mess with yeah. Okay, whatever else you got to add to it. So, I like, just want to add that part in there. Well, 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 the whole movie, like right now, like I, I, I can't, even though I'm free, mm-hmm. let's say, physically, um, I got my rights back as far as like the right to vote, so the right to one of the things that I'm fight, fighting for now is to get my gun rights. Right. Gun rights, right? You and know, that's what I was saying. You yeah, have every went, right you should have. I went to court, you know what I'm saying for, and to hear like I had an envelope full of letters from police, from the city manager, from all prominent people, businesses everywhere, um, 
And just hearing Shrek say all these reasons why I should. Right. But then at the last part, he said, because of my wife was took him. And I'm going to say, you used to be a defense lawyer. How are you going to turn around and, oh, I'm going to leave that alone. And so that that was that was the that was one of the biggest gut shots that that I that I I get like I, sometimes I get gut shots, you know what I'm saying? That makes me remember that I'm a felon. But this is why <laughs> I said what I said. Okay, for, for people in certain positions, because I don't know who might see this. Dreams, if Gene still no street people, yeah. so if you if he wanted to get something done, he could. Yeah. He just wanted to be able to carry. What I'm saying is he don't need y'all permission to get a gun if he wanted one, and he hasn't done it. No. You you see the, you see the point I'm trying to make. He has access to these the same people, the same stuff. He could if he wanted to. He's chosen not to on his own. Mm-hmm. He's just saying, okay, I'm choosing not I to on go, my own. I want to go hunting. Yeah, I just want to go. I, I want to shoot no bat. I want to shoot some deer, some target. I want to do the things that that that. Quote unquote men do. Right. That that the, the next level of being a man. Like I say, I don't have no children yet. You know what I'm saying? Like just sometimes I tell I tell people I compare it to 12 years of slave. Mm. That I got these free papers, mm. but yeah, limitations on it. You, you, you're not free. And and even even like I tell a lot of my guys about coming back out here, it's sort of like I do a lot of <laughs> paraphrase with movies. It's still like Nemo when you come back out here. Okay. Like you just was in this little fish tank mm-hmm. and you get pulled into the ocean. You got all types of sharks and everything and nobody's accountable out here. Man. And nobody's telling these these guys and these kids, you know, like it's not my problem. What happened to when it was a village? I don't care who... Your son, your daughter, they walk past the gym, they pants hanging down, I'm knocking on the window, I'm telling them, come here, pull your pants up, my boy's coming there, eye contact, look, yo. And you and you don't take it easy with them. Mm-hmm. You don't disrespect them, but you talk to them as a man. Mm-hmm. A lady told and me they that, respect it. A lady told me that yesterday, she's like, why are you talking to my, my nephew like that? Without it, I said, I'm talking to him like a man. Y'all stay out the way with men being men. Yeah, yeah. You you listen. I'm I'm. He not saying this, ladies. I love y'all, but when you run into a man being a man, let him stay out the way. Yeah, they they don't like sometimes. That's, Take how you want to feel how you feel. That's that's what we what what has been lost. A woman can't teach a boy how to be a man. No matter how how hard that's a, that's a fact. And y'all get mad. You don't have balls and penis. You can't teach a boy how to be a man. No matter how hard they try. And, and that's the thing. So it's just, you know what I'm saying? We got to keep doing what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Do I get down sometimes? I'm going to tell you one thing that I experienced out here that I, before we go there, I never experienced on the inside. Talk to me. I, I, I kind of know what you're going with. Depression. Oh, I ain't even going to say that. Come on, Jim. I never got depressed in prison. Hello. Okay. Get, get into that a little bit. I never got depressed. In, I, I, get, I get depression from being out here. Okay, explain that a little bit. I thought you was going somewhere else with that. Okay. In, in, in prison, you don't have time to get depressed. Okay. There's always stuff going on. You don't have time to think about. What, what I learned about depression is that depression comes when you don't know your purpose. Mm, okay. You don't Good. know what you're doing. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. 
in prison, you ain't even searching for a purpose, so you don't care. You just living. Because you already know what time you're getting up. Yeah. You, you kind of know it. Okay. So out here, I've had those times when I've been depressed. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I have people, I had a failed marriage. I got married thinking I was a man. I knew smoking. Mm. I knew Porter, but I ain't no gene yet. Cause you hadn't even turned to gene when you went in. Mm-hmm. Good gracious. Man. So like like things of, of, of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Do I make Gene is not perfect. So for anybody who walk out, oh he think he no, Gene not perfect. Strong Temple is. I like that. I, I like that. Yeah, I like make mistakes. I like that. Jingle make jingle make mistakes. Okay. Strong temple perfect. Mm. It's two separate entities. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You know. So when you when you see me, uh, he think he nah, no, he don't. And break down what the, the word strong temple. Break that strong temple came to me before you before strong temple came to me um one night after I had a partnership and we separated the partnership and I didn't know if I was going to keep training people. And I went to sleep there Friday night, early Sunday morning. But I went to sleep having a discussion with, with, with God. And I was like, you want me to keep training? And I, I can't do this by myself. I don't know what to do. I said, you want me to train? I can't use the name that me and the guy had. So what am I calling? Mm. He said, we were talking about the temple. It was like, temple this, temple. Like, okay, temple. All right, so temple what? And he said, strong. So I go to sleep with this strong temple thing, not knowing. It was it sounded fancy, but what do strong temple mean? What does it mean? Right, right. I went to sleep, went to rest, and I woke up at 2.30 that Saturday morning. And he said the S was standing. The T was together. The R was relying. I said, what's the O? He said, put it together on. And the G was God. Put it all together. Standing together, relying on God. That's heavy. It don't matter what you call them. That's heavy. You know what I'm saying? Who you say, Buddha, blah, 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 blah. People going to say, well, I'm not God, Jesus. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whoever because we stand God together and we rely on him. That's right. That's why I had to educate somebody the other day in the store. They were like, oh, you a Ramadan, you, you a Muslim. I said, everybody Muslim. Man. It's like, what you, what you mean, everybody Muslim? Muslim means one who submits to the will of Allah. The will of Allah, man. If you submit to God and you're doing what, you, what his will is for you, you're a Muslim. But because we've been, our minds have been put in the box and say, okay, you have to be a Christian. You have to be, not realizing being a Muslim in Islam is more of a way of life. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not even really meant to be a religion. religion. We could get into that a whole yeah. other. Because I'm not Muslim, but... It's good to be well versed in more than just your religion. Yeah. Let me get y'all, and we're gonna get up out of here. When you're born, you're born free. You mm-hmm. get told whatever religion, mm-hmm. whatever religion your parents follow, you get told you're there. Whatever but you're born, team. whatever football team, basketball, whatever, you get told these things, but you're born free, mm-hmm. which means you're born with free will. So as you get older, okay, if you were a child and all you ever been given was chicken. And all you ever been told was that steak is bad. You're going to believe steak is bad. Mm-hmm. But why not say, okay, let me try. Do or at least old, ask somebody that had some steak to find out. Is do it really the bad? old Wu-Tang Clan. Do, do, do that with your child. 
put the Bible and put the Quran, put them other books and see which one he crawled to. Do, do what Buddha did to see if, 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 if he came back. Man. Put all his toys and he picked his toys. Because that's the thing about it. If you put, the, let them make a choice. One thing that I can say about my mother that she did, she let her kids she, my mom knew 11 years old. I wasn't with the Christianity stuff no more. Mm. Like, yeah, uh, what? She, but she didn't fight me on it. She said. She let you choose for yourself. Yeah, get your relationship. Because whether it's Christianity, Islam, whatever, you need your own personal relationship with the creator. Stop going with pastor such and such say, what big mama say, because everything that they say, because I can, I can give you, Give me one, one piece before we go. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Jeremiah yeah. 10, yeah, 3. Uh, come on with it. Because all y'all got Christmas trees in your house that say you're Christians. Jeremiah 10, 3 say, Don't go into the woods, cut down the trees, decorate yourself with silver and gold, and nail it to the floor. It's right there in the book that y'all love. I'm going to do it. But we the hypocrites. We the, we the craven. Come on, James. We, man, <laughs> we could do a whole other podcast just on this stuff, but. I thank you for letting me get part of my story out. Like, say, and if we got to come back and do some more, we can do like, it. Like, yeah, if y'all want to hear more about yeah, what can. happened in prison, like, some of, stuff, to some of the stories, the actual, some of the stuff I ain't gonna get to y'all because we got some secrets in there. We got, yeah, we got, yeah. still got a code, but and I wouldn't even dare you, ask you to share some if stuff. you if you want to know <laughs> or, or how to deal with a man when he comes home from prison, how to deal with your loved ones while they're in prison. Um, I got guys right now who, I got a guy right now, my partner, who lost his mom while he was in prison. And I have to be there to answer his phone call, because I was the last one when he was talking to his mother, and she was sick and he didn't know, but she told oh, me. man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So after she passed, and I had to tell him to get his act together, because he had went into depression, and because he lost his mom, I was like, yo, bro, this is what your mom said. Mm. So it's just different things, and just being men in general, and what we need in this community, for these boys and these girls, you know, and I don't want no hand out. I want a hand up. That's right. Don't That's you, right. you got? Because for real, to be honest, everything in Strong Temple is owned by the members of Strong Temple. Man, that's. <laughs> I love Strong Temple. Ain't nobody give me no grants. Even days where I might just go in and don't work out, I just go and sit in there and chat, chop we it up with you. We build it. We build it. I ain't got not one weight. We builders, and, and, and the Masons got the G. We, we builders, and, and you don't even know. We, we build on everything. Yep. And it's all types of people that come to Strong Temple. White, White black, black, Spanish. All of them. Everybody, when you Google fitness, mm-hmm. Strong Temple number one. That's right. Give me your address, G. Yeah, 407 Halifax Street, Emporia, Virginia. We do personal training. We do life skill training. Hey, youth mentorship, mentorship, boxing, everything. If you got a sport you want to learn how to play, if you got a kid that want to go to college but play sports, hey. And if you doubt it, just go to his social media. He's trained football, basketball, baseball, Olympic, oh, semi-pro, golf. He's done a little bit of everything. The best trainer for 100 miles. Strong Temple on, on Facebook, Instagram? Instagram, Strong Temple 1. Facebook, Strong Temple, Strong Gene Temple. Uh, www.strongtemplefit.com Okay, everything Strong Temple. Yeah. Oh, and one last thing. We, on. we going, we're doing the second annual Strong Temple 5K uh, walk run 
September 25th. Peanut Festival. Peanut Festival. That's a big deal. We in charge of it. So look, y'all. For this black man to have that, that's a big 59 deal. 59 years of Peanut Festival. This is the 59th anniversary. And nobody that looks like him has been in charge of it. Look, man. Ex, ex felon. Thanks. Come on, y'all. Making real moves, real progress. So y'all need to come, walk, run. We're gonna be if you if you want to be a sponsor, we're gonna be giving away prizes again. We gave away bikes and turkeys. Sure I, I missed it. I was on the road last yeah, year. I'm gonna make sure I can. Last year there. we gave away a lot of stuff. We trying to get some sponsors this year. We want to be. Trying, I might have to hit DJ three two one up. I might have some music out there because we had some we had some exercise. Of you course. Know? So I need y'all start praying that the rain don't come. You yeah. got to do like this. Hold the rain back. Hey, we, let's turn it all the way up this yeah. year. Jay. Yes, last year you and you did it on short notice, short notice. man. I respect this guy a lot. Yeah. I know y'all young Seven people call it D riding and stuff. You supposed to give people their flowers. Why they here? Why they here? I didn't have to meet this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful I did because in just a few situations I've had, I could go to that gym and have a peace of mind, even if for that just that hour I'm in there. Mm -hmm. I got a peace of mind just because of the energy that's there and because of the conversations we had. Anyway, we because I can keep going. Yeah. Look, hit that subscribe button, y'all. Yes, this has been good. Follow. Hey, this has been a really good one. Like I'm, I want to look at this later on. Hit the subscribe button. Oh, let's talk about it. We're hot. Don't believe we're gonna, he gonna post a picture of the trial. The um, yeah, I'm gonna have newspaper it up. article. I'm gonna have it up. Well, you can read for yourself. Yeah, and I'm the judge said, it up long enough. 50, 50. Pause it. Read it. Yes. Anyway. Let's get up out of here, man. This has been good, but we could keep going. Hit the subscribe button. Peace. Thousand people.